fix yourself. Why don't you go fix yourself? Here's a headline. How about go fix yourself? Go fix yourself. Go fix yourself! Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast we do in our 30s to fix what we learned in our 20s. I am your devilishly handsome host, uh, Stephen. Across from the table from me is just my... Uh, Mediocre just... man. That's what I'm going to call myself. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know how I was going to finish that sentence. I, know, I was like, like uh, what, what am I going to say? Two words that start with the same letter. Yeah, I was like, we, maybe we should like figure out like a good like starting like intro. We need nicknames. Yeah. yeah. Like... Like let's just settle. Sexy Steven. Well, yeah, and Killer Kyle. You know, like <laughs> that sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, that's weird. Clever Kyle. Um, <laughs> that seems the fitting. chemist. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So we are back for another episode. Last week we covered a little thing we like to call disciplining. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was more uh, about self-discipline, spanking. Oh. <laughs> Specifically, yeah, you disciplined yourself <laughs> right before you came here. <laughs> so uh, we talked about it, and if we kind of need it uh, in self-discipline in the serious realm of you know forcing yourself to do stuff that you aren't really wanting to do, whether that's you know certain jobs, working out, yeah. eating right, covered a whole gamut of things, and we kind of just settled on it's important. And it's going to come and go in our life, essentially. Yeah. You know, and there's a theme I'm noticing. Like, every time we're, like, you know, doing these little recaps. Like, hey, what, this is what we talked about last week. And we kind of came to the conclusion of, like, finding a good balance. We, it's life's about balance. <laughs> you know, I think that's, if there's anything you take away from this podcast, it's, like, you need balance. Just go balance But yourself. then also, this is another question I have. And this is something that I've been thinking about. Is like, where does it end? It never ends. I know. That's one thing I've been finding it in my ends. adulthood yeah, is yeah. like, oh, my gosh. I have to floss every, like, what? Oh, oh, my. I have to pay more taxes than Jeff Bezos? Like, oh, my. Jeffrey like, Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> Bezos. Yeah. Uh, you did it. <laughs> but it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, I guess, you know. It really doesn't. It never ends and you have doesn't. to just really pick a few things that you're going to be gung-ho about yeah. and you let the rest die. <laughs> that's what's going <laughs> to happen. That's good. I like that, man. Yeah, you know, that's real That's that real advice It's like you have five Killer kids. Killer Kyle. Yeah, you have five kids. You just got to realize you, <laughs> two of them, of them are going to make it. Two of them One are going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> just like in the One medieval of, times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two are, you got to prune two to be the best they can. We're and the other three are going to fall to the wayside. Yeah, you got to do a little Hunger Games yeah. and see who <laughs> so just, is the strongest. The moral of the story that is, is just have two kids. So then there's only one death. Yeah. (laughs) There's not three. Yeah, I like it. So that was discipline. Go back and give that one a little whirl if you're interested in our thoughts on that. Or, you know, hit us up on the social medias and let us know what you do for some self-disciplining. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, hit us up in the DMs. Yeah. Because I don't want to see that shit in my comments. Well, yeah, whatever. So this week is one that we let you know last week is confidence. So confidence is a, is an interesting one. It's kind of going under self-confidence again. Yeah. And we're using the definition of feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. Yeah. And this is one I think everybody suffers from at some point or another growing up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We all lacked it at some point or in some field. I still think. Yeah. I was going to say, I would say there are some moments I find myself like, I mean, just recently I was talking to someone, I was on a shoot and I haven't been on like a 
event shoot in a while, mm-hmm. right? So I'm a videographer and like I used to just do events a lot. And then this was my first one back and I was like nervous. Yeah. It was like I didn't have that confidence. And so luckily I talked to someone and it was like their first event back too. It was like they were the marketing people and they were like, I, I, I'm really kind of nervous to just talk to people. And I was like, okay, right. we're in the same boat. It's like, we got to find this confidence again to like push through. Cause those, both of us have done that millions of times before. Right. It was just like, we were out of practice a little bit. But then it's also like you, the other side of that is like, oh, you're Stephen Cornfield. You've never made a bad thing in your life. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Oh. <laughs> like I better not mess this up. Yeah, don't. it's like oh man, you can have both. You know sides how many of- times that happens? I, oh gosh, if I yeah, could count, I know. If I could count, but that's what but I. But I can't. Li- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the confidence <laughs> to learn math. But I look at it from both sides. Is like either you feel like you're not good enough, yeah. or there's an expectation that you're way better than you are. Man, that's really it's good. Like, boom, both sides, you're getting just slammed. Yeah, I think that's a thing too. It's like. I, I think that kind of you realize that uh, over time. Yeah, like I'm thinking about, I think about young Kyle and what he was. Tell us about young Kyle. Where is he? What's he doing? Let me tell you about something that so I thought about this, this story. picture. I thought about this, this story picture. and it's embarrassing, but Ooh. it really hurt my confidence when I was a young child. And I'm gonna, How young were you? I was Sixth or seventh grade. So I was 12 or 13. Okay, so you were young. You were young. So wrestling practice. I wrestled for my school, right? Yeah. And we uh, had to do weigh-ins one time. Yeah. Well, every every time, right? right. And so you have to it's meet your of, weight. It's a normal Yep, it's a weight thing class in wrestling. Every, every, every day almost we had to weigh kids in. kids to adults, you're still getting weighed in to fight other people. <laughs> yes, to the death. <laughs> and so... Um, we finished wrestling practice. We're in the locker room, right? And then they're like, all right, let's weigh in everybody. And if you are close, you're going to have to pull down your underwear. You have to weigh in naked, essentially, because those points. You had to show your dingling in front of everybody? Okay, it gets better. So, better than that? That's yeah. not even, That's not better. Well, right, right. That's so way like, worse than I thought. I, I was get up there. Not even close to dingling, so. I highly doubt that for some reason. <laughs> Anyways, so I get a, I get in there and everybody's weighing in and basically lightest weight to heaviest weight. And I was like right in the middle in yeah. seventh grade. So I get on the scale and I am like right a couple point two over or something like yeah. that. I'm like, all right, Kyle, you got to lose the underwear. So I pull down my underwear. How many people are you in front of right now? 35. I oh don't know. It's like God. all the, the whole wrestling team, the coaches, everything. Oh my. And this was. This is so. I am. Oh, oh. Dude, that is completely normal in fighting and wrestling. That's it's like so weird just to nudity. Me. Yeah. I've never been in that situation so, where I had to pull my pants down in front of 30 people. Right. So being, you know, 12 years old, whatever I was, nervous. Oh, absolutely. Cold, cold in a locker room. Oh, no. Like cold Kyle. Yeah. Held my hands in front of my junk. Yeah, absolutely. You You have to. Weighed in. And I was just like shaking because I was so nervous, like in front of everybody. No. And I stepped off. And then, like, one kid was like, "Ah," like pointing at me. Oh, no. And I like wanted to cry. Oh, my God. That fucking. I know. That kid barely. What was his name? I'm not going to (laughs) say. Oh. Yeah, because he's around. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. 
I just tell me off there and then I'll blurt it out. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> but on, uh, on Instagram, he has been super cool since then. But I was just like, I you wonder, embarrassed me. I, I wonder, just was one of those stories. Back of his head, if he remembers. Probably not because he was a really dude, big douche. Like he, the whole. Oh, so he was age, just like a constant. He was like a douche. bully and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh. But I just remember I was just like I never felt lower in my life yeah. than like standing there naked in front oh of Oh my god, everybody. that is so vulnerable. And I was like kind of a huskier kid. Yeah. And so I just was like my confidence was already just yeah. shattered. Oh man, dude, how did you bring it back? That is like I don't know, earth shattering. It, Especially it just, for such like, a young child. Yeah, it just, I, you know what it did? And it taught me a valuable skill Ooh, that I think most share people. Share with the class, please do. Humor. And it's what uh, you realize, I think, growing up, and both you and I have utilized this because, you know, our modeling careers didn't quite take off like we <laughs> thought they were going to, is that yeah. women, because, I mean, Speak at the end of the yourself. day, at the end of the day, a lot of what we do is for the opposite sex. Oh. Regardless of what people say, it's just innate that we want to be a, it's we, primal. No guy doesn't want to be um, attractive to somebody, oh, right? Yeah. Regardless of a same sex opposite, whatever. Oh, yeah. You want to be attractive. Absolutely. Attractive. And so I've realized quickly if I'm not going to have the body of a Greek god, I better have some sort of sense of humor. Mm, yeah. And so I really did develop a self deprecating sense of humor, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, you know, Chubby Kyle, you know, like, but I'll make you laugh, you know, or whatever, (laughs) stuff like that. You would like poke fun at yourself. Sure, yeah. To like, you know. And so if somebody said, you know, something, you know, like uh, I would either, you know, have a quip back at them, making fun of them. Yeah. You're actually, I was just actually, sorry, I interrupted, but I was like, you're actually really good at that. Right. Like the the clap back. Coming up with like something really fast and like I would be like, well, at least you you, you pick your a, nose. You got a small dick, <laughs> you know. Just like not good. It, you're, and you're like, you come up with something like crazy. I'm like, how the fuck did he go to improv class without me? Like, how did this happen? Like, yeah, you, I mean, you, you just yeah. develop it over yeah, over time and everything. And I'm I would You've not say that I'm like a great, but I just I had to develop something because I didn't I lacked, you know, a big dick. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like at twelve years old, like sorry, sorry. I feel like if I was erect at that point, oh. there would be even more more problems. You know, oh, God, man. you could go deep into wrestling. I mean, kids were shaving their pubes to like drop like point one, oh shaving their gosh. body hair and their heads. Yeah, kids were. Um, we had to spit a lot to get any fluids out of our oh body. Oh my! I'm like, goodness. what an unhealthy like aspect to teach like a sixth grader. I know. I was thinking about this. I watched this show called the. Uh, Kingdom, mm-hmm. it was about, about wrestlers. Yeah, it's about yeah. MMA fighters, and it was really, really good. Uh, but it's like they, you know, basically the they have dreams. Um, oh, what's it? What's it called? Like weight, weight day. Basically, they have yeah, to like shave yeah. the weight mm-hmm. and uh, cut. They got to cut weight cut, to get cut there. day. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's what they called. And uh, basically, like watching them go, what they go through, yeah. like wearing this suit as they're like running a thousand miles and, and, not and eating, being in and a not sauna, drinking. not eating, not drinking. I'm just like. Why? I had to lose seven pounds in one night. How old were you? You were like 11, 12? Oh my, that's horrible. I know. And I think that actually probably messed up my my thoughts on like weight loss and everything. Mm. Cause I'm like, oh, you know, I could always just drop seven pounds in a night because I had the sauna suit. I was running on a treadmill. You've done it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. And I, 
it was like 7.6 pounds and I lost 7.5 and I didn't make the weigh in and I couldn't oh, wrestle the next day. And then I went and got oh. a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> my, and my coach was like, yeah. are you serious? <laughs> you shut your mouth, I'm coach. starving. You shut your dirty mouth, coach. I'm 13 years old and you just made me weigh in naked. <laughs> God. Oh, just man. Let me have horrible. one hot dog. How horrible, dude. Like, yeah. seriously. That that would that's a blow to confidence for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just was because yeah. you're just being naked is so vulnerable, regardless yeah. of what your body looks like or you know, anything like that. I did. I came unprepared. I really didn't have anything like that story. Yeah. But I mean, like I can, I was the same way as far as like I wasn't super fit. I wasn't. I was athletic a little bit, but I did realize early on, like being funny or just like being like the center of attention, which is something that's like, uh, has been inside of me for very long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, Oh, okay. This is what I like. I like like telling the stories or having people's attention and like, you know, yeah. Making them think what I want them to think or whatever. It's just like, that's been kind of like a thing inside me for a long time. I didn't come with a story. I mean, I could talk about embarrassing stories, Oh, I'm sure mm. I'm sure we'll get to a few once we kind of get into it, but I think yeah. what we're both seeing is that there's different like confidence comes from being like finding your stride in yeah. some some way shape or form. Like ours has been, you know, we're Creating. tend to be outgoing yeah. um social butterflies, right? Yeah. A couple of butterflies in some people cannot do that. Social yeah. anxiety, like cannot talk. And so you'll notice a lot of people that are like super like into fitness and stuff like that. Like maybe that's their way of, you know, find, that's their strength, you know? Yeah. They're like, I, I'm never going to be the funny guy. So I might as well be the like rip, rip dude. Dude. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of things like I'm looking back at our situation. We both came from bands. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's another uh, area where right. I feel like we, gained confidences when bingo playing in front yeah. of people that want to like, you know, like these people either band. played or paid yeah. and want to like see you and they the want to do you like all the time so many uh, guys were winking at me <laughs> when i was you know diddling my guitar up there uh, and so, take your pants up this wouldn't be the first time i've taken my pants yeah. off in front of 30 people yeah this is a couple more people and i don't mind <laughs> I'm a grower, not a shower, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just get on the mic. <laughs> by the way, just to clarify. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I think that's another thing, too, is like we found, uh, I think, early on that we were like wanting to create, be musicians or be artists or be videographers. Or be, yeah, all that stuff. You know, be whatever. And then we noticed that like, oh, people. sometimes people liked it. Sometimes people didn't. And that's fine. Sure. And you know, you know who you are. God bless you for listening to this podcast. Yeah. But uh, there's cool points with being in a band a lot of times. It, it boosts up your ego. Yeah, yeah. For Even sure. if you're not in a big band, like if, when somebody like, when you're single and oh, there's yeah. girls around, oh, yeah. I keep saying that, but whatever you're into is around and people are like, oh, he's in a band. Well, you I know, mean, there's we're, like talking a, about, we're talking, we're talking about personal us. personal experience. So g generally women. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, there's some sort of like, points that you get for like being in a band. Oh yeah. Because that's why everybody wants to be in a band yep. at some point. It's definitely a, a mood booster. What's well, like the rock star like 
persona. Oh, yeah. Even if you never lived it, like, there's just that insinuation that, oh, you're in a band? Yeah. I, I, I think, but I mean, like, there's a point where I got addicted to that feeling of, like, yeah, wanting to get recognized because it made me feel so good. Right. And I think, I mean, like, this part of me is probably why I'm not posting on social media as much or whatever, just because of that. But, like, there is a lot of confidence that comes from that. Like, yeah creating something whether it's a band or whether it's a video and then like getting recognition for right. that thing and then it's like oh i am good and that boosts your confidence mm-hmm. and so it's like we we found like even with cut and caliber like our past business that we've talked about before on here it's like we found stuff that we liked and that we just kind of worked on uh-huh. and like you know some things failed like yoga yeah, like plenty of women failures. yoga pants you know but that's the key i think is which is kind of ironic is to find more confidence. You kind of have to like fail more because yeah. you have to like, it's very hard. Cause it's almost like if you don't have confidence, you don't want to try Yeah, because you're like, well, I'm going to fail or I'm not going to okay, so get this that girl's is, number actually, that's or funny whatever. That's, it's funny that I'm like, I'm hitting this right now in my head with some stuff. Like I want to transition my business a little bit mm-hmm. and like do something different. But like, I, I'm not pulling the trigger. I don't know if that's the right word for it. I don't know if that's PC, but like, um, I'm I'm not going for going it. all in yeah. immediately right now because I'm like, well, like, is it worth going all in because I might fail? And like, yeah. it's something that I'm like, oh, I want to do it, and who cares if I fail? But I feel like, oh, now that like I'm not in my 20s anymore. Like, this is something I've thought recently. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I can't just do whatever. Like right. I really need this to work if it's gonna if I'm gonna put time and effort into this and you know lose sleep, but so like that's something it's like I just gotta overcome. I think yeah, but how do you like that? It sounds easy and it may oh, be yeah. easy for you. Um, well, no, it's not. Well, I'm just saying like the the answer. This is a couple is weeks. For I, you. I feel like I've been wrestling with this because I have this idea and I think it's really cool, um, and I've made a website for it actually too. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's so, I don't know. And it's difficult in my head because I'm like, oh, well, what if it fails? And what I'm realizing is that's just my brain. It's just like my brain is in like comfort zone. And it's like anything outside of its comfort zone, it just is like, well, you could fail at this. So let's just stay here and like hang out and like not do that. Right. Because that's going to be, could be potentially uncomfortable. Sure, sure. And so that takes you out of your comfort zone, but it's also very, yeah. that's where you find the most growth. It's true because it's very hard to be confident when you don't know what you're doing. Bingo. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense. I think um, I'm trying to think. So bands were kind of our early 20s and yeah. then alcohol. Like, alcohol kind of came into our oh, life at that time. Oh, that changed the game. The liquid courage yeah. as changed the kids the call world. It. Yeah. There's something about it in... And I think that's mainly why I, I've i got away from it is because I hated that I had to rely on something to like mm. be confident. Interesting. Because I, yeah. everybody's always, I got to get a little loose to go talk to this yeah. person or that. Take a and, shot before we go play on stage. Or, or yeah, any of that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'm just like, I hated that I had to do that kind of stuff where it's like, mm. let's do some shots before we go downtown, you know. Pre-game. Pre-game, for yeah. sure. All that normal stuff. But, um, you know, I think about, you know, approaching a complete stranger, like like a woman at a bar, is like so 
uncomfortable a lot of times. Mm. And there's few people you see that are naturals at it. Yeah. And being able to just talk to whatever girl. Well, those guys are douchebags. No, well, I mean. To a point. Yeah. I mean, they, cause the reason I think they're so smooth at it is because they've done it a million times. Maybe that. Yeah. That's kind <laughs> so, of where I was going. Yeah. It's not like this is their first time going that's, up and they're yeah, super smooth. Yeah, so. Yeah. I don't know. That was a whole aspect of life where it was like you gain confidence when you learn how to talk to somebody yeah. and like keep them interested in you for yeah. five minutes or I, I think, 10 minutes or whatever. Well, I think that's the thing is like I, you know, I definitely and still to this day dive into the liquid courage pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. Maybe I'll have a little bit of beer before or maybe I'll have a, you know, a martini or something before we go do this. I still definitely do that, and I don't think that's wrong by any means. But um, I think what I've tried to do now that I've realized I didn't do in my 20s, because in my 20s I would I would still, like, I still get social anxiety still to this day. Yeah. And it's like I, to not be the awkward one in the corner drinking a beer and, like, maybe looking around and being like, I don't know anybody. Definitely have been there Yeah, many, many times. And I still do that. But it's like uh, what I've been noticing is like I find one person or a group of people that I know or semi know. And then like, I just kind of like wiggle my way in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, it's so like. You're a group penetrator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You see a group and then you. Or just like, I don't know, making a. Like I, I'm thinking about this last uh, few weeks ago. It was like I was at a wedding, and it was like a wedding with my girlfriend was in it, so I knew her, and I knew the people that were getting married, and I, right. I knew the group. But it was also like they're not like you know we talked about recently, like the rings. It's like mm-hmm. they're they're not in my closest ring. I can't just like go to them and being like, hey, um, you know, I this is um, this is what's going in my brain, right? So it's just like they're not the closest friends, and I was like, what am I gonna do to like? Make everybody like me because that bring is, out a camera. <laughs> no, that's what you do. That's smart, but no, uh, no. Basically, like I just ha- had something happen to me at the bar, and then basically brought the story back to the table and like told it in kind of a funny way that people were like, "Oh, <laughs> that's so funny!" Like, okay, and then they kind of like they- brought me into their conversation, but also like you know established me as the alpha. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I went up to the bartender and I asked for a beer. No. He gave me a beer. No, this, <laughs> I, I, if I remember correctly, this is what it was. It was like, well, hey, bartender, can I have this? Oh, we're out of that. Okay, well, can I have this? All right, we're out of that. Okay, well, can I have this? All right, we're out of that too. And I was like, oh my gosh, what do you have? He's like, uh, we have a beer. As he's pouring the beer, it goes out. Oh. And I'm like, oh my gosh. He's like, it's going to be a while. Okay, just give me a Shirley Temple. <laughs> I literally, I think I panicked and I was like, I ordered a rum and Coke. I never order rum and Cokes. And so this yeah. was the story. I was like, all right, this is the story I'm going to bring back to this table that I don't really know anybody at. And I'm going to tell this story. And I'm, you know, like, because I, I said like, this is a freaking rum and Coke. And then I told him the story. And it kind of like helped boost my confidence a little bit because I got a few laughs. And it kind of solidified, like, okay, let's have fun, let's talk, and let's hang out. And it wasn't like a stranger coming into a group. Yeah. Does that make I sense? mean, as soon as you open up with a story, like people, bingo, you can kind of tell if people are like, okay, cool. Yeah. I order rum and coke, hold the rum, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. been off the wagon for I, I think I think that's another thing, too. But then, man, I've tried that before and I've like flopped mm-hmm. horribly. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that's pretty easy to do, too. Yeah, I'll say people... that's a confidence <laughs> shooter. That's why I think stand-up would be really fun. Man. Just to... I think you would grow so much if you you succeeded. Yeah. But if you bombed, you would, you'd definitely be brought down a few pegs. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's something we've talked about for years. Yeah. Doing stand-up. That would and, be... like, I think I even, like, told a local venue here because they were like, oh, we're going to do this comedy fest... You know, would you and Kyle be? This was years ago. Would you be interested in doing something? I'm like, actually, yeah, we kind of would. And I don't think it happened. But yeah. I was like, how fun would that be to like do stand up and like try it? Yeah, I just feel like my life's not quite funny enough. So like, I almost feel mm. like you have to to tell exaggerated stories sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And. That's one thing that's, I think, hard to sell sometimes for me is like if I'm telling a story that might not be accurate. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to rehearse and you have to practice oh, yeah. and all oh, this yeah. stuff. And time. comedic find, timing is, is that's so the key, key, baby. So key. That's the key. Like they were talking about Theo Vaughn um, and like why he's so funny because he doesn't really say funny stuff, <laughs> no, but it's his delivery. Yeah. Like just his stories, you're just like, this isn't real, yeah. probably. And he's like, I was having a Christmas party in July in my apartment by myself. Yeah. I was wearing a vest, actually probably two vests. And it's like, how, like the stuff he says is so off the wall. It's just such a good visual. I know, and it's yeah. just like he, it paints this picture, and you're like, yeah. I'm picturing this guy yeah. in his apartment, you know, shirts off, has yeah. two vests, on. has two vests, great. There's like Aladdin in there, yeah. and he's making smoothies at twelve thirty in the yeah. morning. Yeah, I feel that would be an interesting like uh, dive into like comedians' confidence and where that came from, because it's like I will tell you, like I was, I've been watching this show called Hacks on HBO. And it's like basically a, an old comedian, and then she talks about how she got started, mm -hmm. and like getting up on stage in front of a hundred people or right. whatever for your first time. I was like, that is nerve wracking. Oh yeah, because like at, in a band, it's like we had other people, and you have music, and, and, and that's another thing too. Is like you know, we, in this podcast, we have each other. Mm -hmm. So right, if it goes down, we're going down together. But if it's just me. There's so much more like, whoo, it's like so much more pressure on you. Nervousness, but also, like, yeah, pressure that like you need to build on top of that. And then if that crashes and it's like, oh, that's, I'm a failure. Like, it's just like, oh, but like comedians, man, they're confident. Some of them, the ones that like crush it, like I would say Theo yeah. is really good at what he does, but like they just can go up there and command not just a small table at a wedding, but like. A huge arena. Yeah, Kevin Hart, man, he's like one of the biggest oh yeah, ones like in Bill my Burr head. Or anybody like that, where they yep. can just literally just talk yeah. for an hour, yeah. and it's funny because yep. it's just the way they are. Yeah, it's just, they're, they're built different. That's what it no, is. No, no one's are. built different. They are built different. They just had different life experiences that they went through. Hence, they're built different. <laughs> well, we're all we all start with the same skin and bones, mm, but not the same life experiences. Yes, but we. I mean, sure. I mean, I don't know. I just came up with that. Right yeah, because I mean, that's a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> we have different races. We have different everything. We all got skin and bones, baby. W well, yes, but. Different locations that were, but there's that different life experiences for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all started as the same person though. The same. Ah, oh, that sounds weird. Yeah, I know. The we same know. thing. 
Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got to move on because that's a. I, I disagree. Anyways, leave so, it in. Yeah, leave it <laughs> in. Leave it in. Um, no, I, I think you know confidence in maybe like my twenties was definitely like I was more outgoing. Yeah, I th- I think it's almost like that's where it gets established in your twenties. Yeah. Like your teens are awkward. Your twenties are like yep. college, and you're like coming out of your shell. And then your thirties, you're like. Okay, now I've like hit my stride, and yeah. I am who I, I am who I am. I am who I am, and that's all that I am. I Is am that a song? I am. I'm a hooligan. I don't, I mean, I think I just Please changed the, the lyrics okay. a little bit. Uh, no, I, I think you, you know you brought this up is like basically this is pre podcast before we started recording, but it was like in the twenties you're looking at people and being like they've got it figured out. Yeah. They 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 know what they're doing. They they've got this going for them. Yeah, yeah, we all had the friend that like was uber successful. Yeah. And like seemed like everything was polished yeah. and like perfect. They're like married, two kids and 22 and like yep. making six figures. And then we had the other side of the spectrum where you you everybody had loser friends too where you're like that person yeah. needs to kind of like get on get on board. Time to get move on, on up. And uh-huh, I, yeah, I think yeah, we were yeah. like right in the middle. Most people would be right in the middle. Like yeah. not really sure. Average. We're right. average. For the, hey, man. Unfortunately, like that's. I'd rather know. be in the middle rather than on the other sides. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, yeah. And then when you get into your 30s, you realize everybody doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like there's so many people. For instance, you look at somebody like Bill Gates. All mm-hmm. the money in the world. How is he not one of the fittest <laughs> best looking people in the world. Like the guy can't even like be yeah. on a diet yet. He's a billionaire. Yeah. Like they talk about him and just, you know, like he is the doctor of the world right now with everything going on. And they're like, how is doctor? He yeah. He isn't. Does he have a doctorate? He's not a, before we go, we'll, we'll talk about that after, okay. but, but I'm just saying is he's not a fit man. Yeah. At no. all. He is the opposite of somebody that you'd be like, that is a strong healthy person yeah and he is older whatever but it's just like he doesn't have it figured out and he's maybe one of the smartest people yeah you know he has a team of people that can tell him what to do to figure it, and it he out. could have anything he wanted yeah he could have a chef he could make have him me. healthy well <laughs> don't sell yourself short <laughs> but you know what i mean it's like even these people on the extremes like they don't have their whole life figured out so no. it's like i think a lot of my confidence now comes from realizing that no matter who you look at, there is something in their life that yeah. they wish they could do better or wish they could change. Right. It doesn't matter who. Nobody, nobody's just, got it figured out. No. And so I have confidence in the fact that we're all kind of in life and we have different strengths and weaknesses. And I'm just trying to figure out me, baby. Yeah, I like that. Because that's all that matters. Because I'm no? trying to figure you out too. You can't. <laughs> Nobody can. Dark, dark. No, I mean like we're all on this freaking weird planet, you know, trying to figure out what this... All this, this flat earth... This is. I just watched something on Flat Earth. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Save like, for Fix Yourself Friday. <laughs> okay, Save, yeah. Fix you have to tune Friday. in Friday to hear my thoughts on yeah, Flat Earth. Flat I think that'd be a good one. Uh, that'll be a good topic because I I have some things to say about Flat Earth too. Okay, but uh, no, I I mean it's very true because like even the people that I looked up to now don't have it figured out. No, and like and that's why I kind of liked like I talked about this before Kevin Hart's documentary. Thinking about comedians right now. Uh, there was like a six episode documentary on Netflix mm-hmm. and it's like, 
he's made mistakes. He's fucked up. Like, uh, yeah, you know, and he he's owned up to some of these mistakes and and whatever. Of course, it's like, you know, well, I mean, he's not telling us the whole thing. It's his yeah. his life. Like, he doesn't want to share a hundred percent. Yeah, money but, and fame doesn't make you bingo immune to. Yeah. To the things that we experience. And it's just like, it, I, I think, uh, you know, for them and for us, it's like we're trying to make something of ourselves. Right. And we're trying to be the better, best version we can possibly be with the cards that have been dealt to us. With the cards that we've been dealt. Correct. You know? And so I think really just to kind of like take away from this this whole episode is just confidence really does come I think from what we've talked about is we've had to fail a lot and try a bunch of different things to kind of like establish what we're good at and what we're good at has increased our confidence Yeah, but it's certainly a fine balance of like trial and error and getting out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and eventually if you don't know what you're good at you will find stuff and I just feel like that increases your confidence well I mean like I'm thinking like the what's the most minimalist thing you can do today to boost confidence? And I would say like one thing that I've been noticing is like if I just go for a walk. Yeah, I was going to say. do Move your body. Seriously. It's weird because like I've been going on walks more and it's like literally if I go out for 15 minutes, it's just like yeah. that boosts my confidence almost because it's just like, oh, I did something like today that bettered myself. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, going on a walk every day helps. I'm not sure. doing it every day. But uh, like I think that's the the most m- smallest thing you could probably do to boost your confidence. And then like you know, like you said, trial and error stuff that you like. And like some stuff's gonna suck, and some stuff you're gonna fail at. But failures are good, like because yeah. then you can change that and then go from there. And it's like some stuff maybe will catch on, you know, like whatever you want to do. I, I would. I I find myself weirdly watching a lot of comedy, stand-up comedy, listening to a lot of comedy, and I feel like it always makes me funnier. And we've talked about this. And it's like I kind of feel like there's a zone there where you're listening to funny things and you start thinking and kind of like flexing your muscle of like, oh, you know, like I could kind of like take a spin off of this and make a joke about this. And I feel like, like you're saying, you have to do little things or... Maybe that's not for you. Maybe you're not interested in being more funny or more outgoing. Maybe it's, you know, just starting to do some push-ups or watching your diet because as soon as you start seeing any results from anything you do, your confidence does go up. Yeah. And so that's just finding your You know, that reminds me of Choose Yourself. James Altucher. Altucher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's the book, Choose Yourself. I think we've talked about it on here before, but... His podcast, I think, is what it was I was listening to because I read that book and I was addicted. We both were for a minute. And he said that before first dates, he would listen to comedy Mm, because that just even in the background, that would just help him loosen. Yeah, loosen up. But also like, you know, think about stuff in a different way because that's what comedians do. And I mean, I don't want this whole episode to be about comedians, but it's like they think about stuff. They find little details and then you know, then they share them in a funny way. Right. Right. And so he would listen or watch something really quick. And so actually sometimes when I'm not in the podcasting mood for this podcast, I'll try to watch or listen to something comedy in the background. Like last time, I mean, this was a couple of weeks ago when we recorded, but I listened to Nate Bergazzi, Nate Bergazzi. Anyway, Tennessee kid, uh, Netflix special. You should definitely watch it. It's really Hmm. fun. 
But he was one of you know, I liked his confidence because he gets up on stage and he's just like, I don't care, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's just this is me. This is who I am, baby. They're Get good. Used to it. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think that is something. We don't have all the answers. Well, Stephen. I think, but I'm saying like that's something. But then also something else that I've noticed is like a, my support system. Yeah, is like having people, and we've talked about this before in relationships. But having people around you that like you know either push you up or tell you the truth that it sucks or whatever, and yeah, or build you up, like that also helps kind of build confidence as well. I know I got to tell Molly that too. My wife is sometimes she's too supportive, and I know that doesn't sound like a real bad thing, but it also artificially give me an example golf right okay she's like you are really good and you are really good listen molly (laughs) no but like and then if i perform bad she's always there saying like you are really good yeah and and it's like i need a moment to realize that i was not good at that that time and i need to get better because i feel like i need negativity Mm. i need the negative like Maybe you aren't that good, because then that will drive me. Okay, see, that, well, that's um, that might not be as super healthy, though. I don't care, Stephen. <laughs> I think because, like, I think confidence also comes from like your inner dialogue. Yeah, I with yourself. I need somebody to spite, or, like somebody to spite. I get that. I mean, know? it's like you need the negativity to push yourself. I mean, heck, I mean, I think about what if I lost all my money or what if I didn't get jobs and it's like that fuels me to go out and get money and get jobs and figure shit out but I mean like also I think like your inner dialogue does is what like really brings you the confidence and so if you're saying Kyle this is you talking to yourself okay Kyle you fucking piece of shit you you that is my morning (laughs) mantra in the mirror you get up, you you you, you oh, live you're sleeping in. You small dick. Why don't you get on a <laughs> scale, Kyle, and get naked? Remember that? <laughs> Bring up traumatic experiences yeah. every morning. It's good. It's good. Oh, better not pump up the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, I would say uh, my inner voice is is quite. I, I think. I mean, I think I that would. Know. I mean. I, I think it's a, you know, we like we've said before, the theme of this show is balance. I think it's mm-hmm. a good balance of uh, good and bad maybe for some people. Right. Uh, I think that what I'm trying to change now is like I did like what would fuel me running and like what helped me in the marathon uh, is like you come on, you you fat, fatty. Yeah, fat, fatty. Fatty. Like, see, I'm really bad at coming up with quick, right, right. quick quips. But I mean, like, that's what I would say. Like, you know, you, you fat, fat piece of bacon. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I would right. just talk really shitty to myself. And my girlfriend was like, that's really bad, like, mentally to, like, be constantly doing that for you. Like, sure. you should talk to yourself like, hey, you know. You're doing the best. You're, you're doing the best you you're can. Best and it's like, I, I try to find a good balance of, like, you fat, dirty piece of shit to, you yeah, know. You're doing really well if you yeah. were a loser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah. Sandwich the compliments. You know? You're doing really good if this was a race like, for people with no legs. <laughs> yeah, really uh really build them up to yeah, tear, tear them down. down. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what good. you gotta do. Yeah. Um well, Kyle, I think uh we've come to another end of another episode. It's true. Of the Go Fix Yourself podcast. Um thank you for everybody that's tuned in and has tuned into the past episodes. Um but now is the time that we talk about next week's topic. Next week's and 
And tell the folks what you came up with. Yeah, because we this one has been on my mind for a while. We switch back and forth. What, yeah, what I, we surprise each other. Yeah, so it's like I don't know what this week, this next week's going to be, and then so vice versa. Vice versa. Go, you know, back and forth. It's usually a surprise, and then when the when the other person says no, <laughs> yes. like, we're like, oh, too bad, take it out. So uh, I decided that we were going to maybe tackle the the topic of fixing alcohol. Mm. Because alcohol is an interesting one to me. Right now there's some like drama going on with an Olympic athlete that tested positive for weed, marijuana, and she's no longer allowed to be in the Olympics. Oh, Uh, so they did kick her out. Yes. Oh, because last I heard it was suspension. Or she's not going to be in the Olympics, essentially. And I think that's very silly. I'm like that, you know, I mean, we don't... I don't know about testing for alcohol in your system at the time if they're doing that, regardless <laughs> of what it is. If you were, I am hammered. Well, wasn't there like a snowboarder oh, just I'm a couple sure. of years ago that he was like, he woke up late. He was late for his snowboarding competition, couldn't find his jacket, grabbed the nearest jacket, and then like showed up and won gold. Maybe. And he was hungover. Oh, I bet. And like that was acceptable. Right. And it's like, Where's the line, government? Yeah. Besides all of that stuff, I just thought, you know what? You know, she was using that as a coping uh, mechanism for her mom passing away is kind of what she had said. I didn't know You know, she... Mm. And there's probably more to it, or maybe I have it completely wrong. Regardless, it made me think about, like, how we use alcohol on a daily basis. Yeah. Or how we... Abused it in oh, yeah. our earlier years. I know it's funny that it's a good topic to like kind yeah. of follow courage with liquid courage. Yeah, because it's a habit for a lot of people. Oh yeah. And um, I think about bad habits I have and stuff that I do, and I was just like, I'd like to like dive into alcohol a bit more yeah. and see if we can come to some sort of like conclusion. Man, there would be some if we're gonna look at twenties to thirties. That's a complete. Night and day from what I'm doing for sure. Like, and same for you too. Oh, I would, yeah, you know, it's like we are getting wasted now on a daily basis yeah. instead of just a weekly. I haven't weekend. been sober <laughs> in a while, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's so, good. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, fixing alcohol or you know, whatever we choose to yeah, call it, yeah, whatever we do with it, beer, we're gonna discuss it, alcohol, spirits, um, those. Moscow mules you can get in a can. Oh, God. Uh, those little, like, circular fruit punch vodka drinks. Uh, we're going to talk about all. We're going to, and we're going to go l- drink by drink have everything we've had since 21. Oh, God. Since we're, <laughs> we're just going to bring a list. No, we're going to get drunk during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we fix oh. alcohol. Oh, we fixed her. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a bad idea for Steven. Yeah. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Anyways, right. tell tell the people really quick. Uh, you told them the topic. Now tell them what you want them to do uh, this week, if anything, to support this podcast. If they listen and they love us, which I hope they do, what do you want them to do? I want you all to wake up tomorrow morning. I want you to go into your bathroom. I want you to take all your clothes off, <laughs> and I want you to stand on a scale. And look at yourself in the mirror and you take a picture (laughs) and you, without any nudity, you send it to us. Oh my God. (laughs) And so we can laugh at you and call you No, no, no. Because you will feel my pain. Oh, but uh, that but is not where after I was after that. Me. After that, you can go over to our Patreon, yeah. <laughs> check it out, get signed yeah. up, 
just a few bucks a month. We are going to be doing some exclusive content over there that is going to be very exciting here in the next few weeks. Also, go check us out. Or a few months, depending on whatever we get around to. You know, when our when our Patreons start rolling in, you know, (laughs) and we got a big whopping zilch. Ah, you know what? That's going to change once people know about it. Yeah, we. You know what we haven't done? We haven't hit publish this yeah. whole time. We've been talking yeah, about it. It's and all like, on private. It's all on private. We like, might just have to. Why be the, isn't anybody? It's a dollar or whatever. We should be the first two Patreons, and we're actually spending our own <laughs> money to get exclusive content. <laughs> the irony. But uh, go yeah. find us at www dot gofixyourselfpodcast.com and I almost had a stroke there trying to say that one. So you're welcome. All right. Well, don't die. Because we got another podcast to do next week. On alcohol. There it is. We'll see ya. Thank you for checking out another episode of Go Fix Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go check us out on all streaming platforms. Mm. Tell a friend. Mm. Leave a review. Mm. And Stephen, where else can they find us? I would love them to go check out patreon.com slash gofixyourselfpodcast. Now, Patreon is a platform for just a couple of bucks. You can help support your favorite creators and get early access to episodes from this podcast. And as always, go Go fix fix yourself. yourself.